The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Bupa, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at bupa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 17th of June. In your Squiz today, rising tensions between North and South Korea, new federal laws regarding child sexual abuse, a breakthrough in COVID-19 treatment, and getting your Squiz head on. This is your Squiz Today. Tensions have been rising between North and South Korea, and yesterday North Korea made good on their threat to blow up a liaison office that sits on the border between the two countries. While in some ways symbolic, the office has been empty since January because of COVID-19, it hints that there could be more to come, Claire. And the concern is that the second part of the threat that was made on the weekend is that some military action will happen on the part of the North. South Korea says that they're very alive to that and that they would hit back strongly if that is the case. But North Korea has threatened to take over some of those demilitarised areas on that border. They're not happy about defectors in South Korea sending propaganda back over the border, for one, but there are a few other reasons North Korea is getting aggravated right now. It all goes back to North Korea's frustration that sanctions aren't being lifted. Those sanctions are imposed by the United States and the United Nations and they're particularly economy crushing, even though it's working hard to evade them. You'll remember back in 2018 and 19, Kim Jong-un and US President Donald Trump uh, were talking and they were meeting, but things fell over when North Korea wouldn't agree on dismantling the nuclear complexes that it has which means that sanctions won't be lifted. And these really are parts of acting out, experts say, to try and get the focus back on it and escalating those tensions is one way of doing that. And just while we're on border clashes and tensions, India says that 20 of their soldiers were killed by Chinese forces in a border clash in the disputed Kashmir region. India says that Chinese soldiers were killed too, but China hasn't commented on that overnight. This clash apparently happened yesterday. There's been a few clashes there in recent weeks with both sides claiming that the other had crossed that border. It's a really poorly marked area. It's the first deadly clash in that border area in the last 45 years. Back home and the fallout from the Adam Somirek branch stacking allegations continues. Significantly, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has asked that the Labor Party's federal organisation take over both state and federal pre-selection processes for the next three years. He also wants to verify every single current membership of the Victorian Labor Party, something that would be quite a process. He says he has no confidence in the integrity of the Labor Party's membership books and that long and critical process has to happen to validate each and every member. Uh, Steve Brax, who's the former Premier of Victoria and former Federal Deputy Leader Jenny Macklin, are going to step in and administer the state division on its day-to-day happenings. But there's a long road to rebuilding and getting confidence back in the integrity of that party. A third cabinet minister, Marlene Carews, has also resigned over the accusations she was involved in the activities. Child sexual abuse offenders convicted of federal offences could face life behind bars under new laws passed yesterday. These laws have been three years in the making, Claire. 
And the sticking point why it came to quite a bit of attention yesterday is that it also imposes mandatory minimum sentences on offences. Labor generally is opposed to that sort of regime, but after talking about it and particularly in the current climate, they decided to not let perfect be the enemy of the good and the government has passed those laws with the support of Labor ultimately. Also, it's probably important to note that the majority of child sex abuse cases fall under state laws, but these laws cover offences that the states can't like, those conducted overseas and online. Over to a COVID-19 update, Claire, and in some good news, researchers in Oxford have made a breakthrough when it comes to treating severe cases of COVID-19. There is a low-dose steroid, dexamethasone, which is cheap and it's fairly widely available and experts in the UK have shown that it's significantly cut the risk of death in serious cases, which is a pretty big deal. Great to hear of such a breakthrough. Back home and the Royal Commission into the Black Summer of 2019-2020 bushfires continues. More information about just how extreme the conditions were continue to come to light. Claire, tell us about firestorms and I want to hear you name these clouds. Pyrocumulonimbus. Yeah, I nailed it. So, well, maybe, I, was, I don't know. <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> That's my go at it. Um, they're thunderstorm-like big clouds and they're generated by these firestorms. It's very easy to get uh, lost in the rhetoric of these weather events, but these were serious things in the black summer bushfire season where they actually create their own weather systems and uh, that, of course, is a big fire risk. Uh, That has only happened a few times in the recent past, but it happened a lot during the bushfire season, which again underlines how unprecedented it all was. The Royal Commission is due to hand down their report at the end of August. While we're on the topic of Royal Commissions, if you've ever wanted to understand how they work, how effective they are and what purpose they serve, check out our Squiz Shortcuts podcast episode on it. I'll put a link to that in your episode notes. In a massive win for women's sport, a new survey shows that it's the Aussie women's teams that inspire the most pride, trust and respect. Taking out the top four spots, who's on the list? At the top, we've got the T20 World Cup team, the women's team. Champions. And they, of course, uh, won that World Cup against India in March. It feels like a million years ago, but it was only (laughs) a few months ago. Uh, They're followed by the Matildas, our female soccer side, uh, the women's sevens national rugby team, and then the netballing diamonds. That's just awesome. Go girls. The first men's team to get a mention on the list is the Australian men's T20 team. They came in fifth. Taiwan has come up with an interesting way to help those bitten by the travel bug while international travel is still off the cards. If you like going to airports, this is the thing. They'll check you in. They'll put you through security. You get to go through to the lounge and that's where your journey ends. (laughs) I don't know many people who actually get that excited by the airport experience, but apparently there are those people out there. No, if you ask me, that's the the worst bit about travelling, but uh, if you need to get your fix, maybe that's for you. And Claire, before we get to the subject line today, we've got a bit of a Squiz update. So a big part of the way we grow at the Squiz comes from recommendations that Squizzes make to family, friends, co-workers, etc. And when you hit a certain number of referrals, you make Squiz head status. 
That's right. And we know many podcast listeners are also signed up to the email. So we wanted you to know that we've lowered the bar for making squizhead status from today. If three of your people sign up using that unique referral code, you'll become a squizhead. And that means that you get a nifty email on Saturday morning and it has all the things that we liked from the week and found interesting, uh, plus a bit of news analysis and a look at what's happening in the week ahead. That email is called the Saturday Squiz. So if you make three referrals using your unique referral link, you'll make Squiz Head status and you'll find that in your inbox on a Saturday. I'll put a link to more information about Squiz Heads into your episode notes and you can jump into the Squiz Today email to get your people onto the Squiz. All right, Claire, every day you give us a song lyric that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today? Today I've gone for a line out of Ed Sheeran's Lego house, the lyric being, when things go wrong, we can knock it down. That's what oh, happened in North Korea. Things mm-hmm. did go wrong and they knocked down the liaison office building. Well, I do like a bit of Ed Sheeran. Not so much North Korea knocking things down, but <laughs> anyway, that's all from us today. Thank you for listening. Check out that link in your episode notes about Squiz Heads and the Saturday Squiz. More info in the Squiz Today email as well. Have a good one. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.